Welcome to Side Character Quest. Uh, as always, this is Ty the DM, um, and with me today is... Mallory, your new side character guest. Hello, Mallory. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you, Ty? I'm doing all right. Uh, this is a little bit of... Um, a little bit of for the show because we've just been talking for like 15 <laughs> minutes uh so we already know how we're doing um it's just the listener the listener doesn't know how we're doing and they're, and they're I so hope, curious i truly hope that the listener cares <laughs> exactly so um mallory how long have you been uh playing dungeons and dragons and other sorts of like role-playing stuff great question <laughs> <laughs> um, at least a couple of years, way more than a couple of years. Um, I have been playing Dungeons and Dragons for, God, how long have we been playing Dungeons and Dragons, Ty? Has it been four know. years? Was, was It can't have been four years. Was our campaign the first campaign that you had done? Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we have uh, we had a campaign going. Um, we have a campaign we going. Te we technically have a campaign going that we have not finished yet, which will get finished at some point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have a, a campaign going with uh, a couple of other people, uh, including Eli um, from earlier in uh, the season. Listeners remember um, where you play a uh, a alchemist dragonborn named Cinder. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, I think that you've also you also have another game going. Yeah, so I have another game going where Eli is actually our DM, and in that one I play a halfling paladin. And I also have um, now started playing Force and Destiny a little bit too, just for more flavor on other RPGs. But so two Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. Two Dungeons and Dragons, and now this. Now Ready? three. And I think I told you told me that um, after you played the most recent D and D campaign, uh, where you played as a halfling, you were like, "Never again am I playing anything else." Yeah, no, I don't understand why everyone isn't halflings because <laughs> I roll ones at least three times a game, and now I can just re-roll them, and I don't understand why everyone doesn't do that. Yeah, I mean, it basically makes it so that a, a critical failure will only hit you like one in four hundred times like yeah. that's that's amazing since I've, been, since I've been a halfling no critical failures that's amazing yes i mean as cinder a dragonborn wizard all the time <laughs> so many critical failures yes uh, a, a large a fairly large number um and and so i guess that brings me to uh so who are you going to be playing with us today i am playing alton he is a halfling obviously mm -hmm. And he is a rogue, um, level five. I don't know how. Do we want to get super technical uh, about stuff? Let's first? let's let's hit a couple. Let's hit a couple of things. Um, okay. Tell me uh, now. Okay, people that don't give a crap about this, uh, feel free to skip ahead. But I'm sure there's like a, some people out there who actually want to know. They want to know a little bit of the stakes, so they want to know a little bit of the um, the stats and sort of things. Um, cool. So let me know, like, what's your like, I want to know how easy you are to one hit, one hit kill. Uh, <laughs> like, what, what's your your HP look like? It is 33. OK, that is good knowledge. So I, I am should... not a beefy boy. So, you're, yes, you are not a beefy boy. <laughs> Please don't throw too much at me. But fun fact, halflings can 
hide behind other creatures. So that's nice. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably be doing that a lot so that I hopefully don't get hit. Yeah. Um, I, I know you're... Do you, did you take any, like, sort of special uh, special abilities? Like, what type of rogue are you? So I did the thief. Is that what it technically is called? I believe I, it is. I'm sorry. I pulled this up on my phone so I would be prepared and then now <laughs> look at me not being prepared i'm pretty sure it's like the thief archetype i mean I, I could have asked you this before we started or it's something fine it's totally fine i'm pulling it up thief is the correct word so i'm surprised i'm surprised that it's called that that it, yeah. that it seems like such a such a generic thing for a rogue like all rogues are thieves but i guess i guess not all rogues are thieves there you've got some assassins you yeah. got some like general marauders like there's different options here so basically what thief like choosing that gives me as a fifth level, I have fast hands, so I can use a bonus action. Um, well, I already have a cunning action from something, I'm sure. But now I can use a fast action to make a dexterity sleight of hand check or use my thieves tools to disarm a trap or open a lock. Oh, cool. I also have second story work, so I can climb faster than normal. Climbing no longer costs you extra movement. Oh. And that is it for up to level five. These are solid. And, and tell yeah. me, what was your uh, so I know you, not everybody, I think, chooses backgrounds in um, when they're playing D&D. But I assume that you did. I believe that we talked about that. Yes, I just chose the background guild artisan. Yeah. 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 Um, so we, we've talked a little bit about uh, who Alton is in the world of uh, side character quests. Um, and you are basically like a pretty well-respected um, guild master. Like you are the head of a locksmithing guild um, that services multiple different cities. Uh, although um, where you live, it's pretty much just you and your apprentice. Uh, you, but you're pretty well-respected amongst like noblemen and amongst other guilds and, and that sort of thing. I swear there were more things that was important for me to make a note of. All I have is that I was a me I'm a member of the Locksmith Guild. I have a burglar's pack. Mm -hmm. I have artisan tools and thieves tools, uh, swords and daggers, short sword, obviously. And um, yeah, like you mentioned, I am the leader of a locksmith guild. I have my own locksmith shop. <laughs> you live in sort of like the back of the shop. Or the top yeah, of like it, it or has something. like a connected living area where I keep all of my stuff that I steal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. an important oh. thing to note about Alton is that he is just a bit of a klepto, which I imagine goes well with being a locksmith. Yeah, uh, and and since you're like pretty well respected amongst like rich folk, uh, that just gives you a lot of opportunities to sort of like slip in, and just like I'm gonna just grab something uh, while we're working on things. Um, yeah, and I imagine that even if someone was just like, hey, I'm pretty sure Alton just stole something, someone else would come right up and be like, nah, nah, not Alton, not Alton. No way. No way. He's super cool. Yeah, no way. So um, when we were talking about this before, I, I offered to let you uh, start off with one like magical item. Yes. give you a, a large set of ones uh, that were all ones that I I came up with um, in a Twitter thread. 
a while back, follow at SCQ Podcast if you want to be involved with those things in the future. And you ended up choosing a Bitey McChomp's Totally Innocuous Box. Yes, uh, thank you, whatever Twitter person uh, came up with that. Bitey McChomp, I love it. I feel like it is perfect for my character who is just trying to do a normal job, but also steal occasionally. Yep. It's basically a uh, a box that's like looks pretty simple. Um, and the way I imagine it is that it's it's not uh, it's not huge. It's fairly large, but it's like small enough to fit in a pack if you so chose. Um, but it's if somebody tries to open it up and, and get inside of it, uh, it requires a dexterity check. And if they do, if they do, even if they do pretty well, um, they will take a good bit of damage uh trying to get into the thing um unless the person is the owner of the box like alton and they can just like go in and out of it no problem so uh with all of that sort of like paperwork uh, out of the way all (laughs) all the office work um out of the way uh how about we jump into uh the little game stuff game things Cool. Sounds good. Also, just Ty, so you know, yes. my armor class is only 14. Be nice. careful. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm a wizard all over again. Someday you're going to make uh, a beefy boy. It's uh, good. No, the I'm a, paladin. Well, the paladin. It's 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 like armor class 22. I have so many hit. It's beautiful. It's oh, a beautiful man. thing to be a fighter. I Wait, you're If halflings a... made good fight, well, paladin, sorry. Yeah, yeah, just okay. A combat or like (laughs) (laughs) something that can fight a tanky tanky person a tank type character Mm -hmm. fade out music music fade out fade in so um you are in your workshop uh, it's fairly dark in here. Um, there are some lanterns around the room, but uh, you don't really have them uh, turned up very, very high because you've been working in there um, since since it was bright and light was shining in through the windows. You do have a a uh, crystal hanging above your work table that's providing you uh, light directly um, on the locks that you're working on. Um, just trying to get wrap up some orders that you had. Um, from before you work on the locks for doors you work on um boxes all padlocks all sorts of different things there you can see those strewn across the uh the room um is it is it fairly organized or is it just all a clutter i imagine if it's organized at all it is because my poor apprentice comes through and tries to clear it up because i imagine it's a pretty messy workspace yeah, what is your what is your apprentice's name, by the way? I don't know because I wasn't sure if you were gonna like already. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to take that away of that character creation if you just had an idea because I knew I had mentioned that I had one, and I didn't know if you were gonna come ready with just like something already built or if I was <laughs> supposed to provide this information. So, so uh, I actually <laughs> came up with a lot of names in advance for this, but this character I did not come come up with one. Um, so I'm gonna come up with a with uh, Ty if this gives uh, you any indication on how much I hate naming characters <laughs> Alton is the first male halfling name that comes up on roll 20 
<laughs> it's awesome. like here's some examples for male halfling names. Alton. Perfect. Done. Do, uh, so so uh, what? Tell me this. Um, what is the the gender of your apprentice, and what is their species? Oh. And uh, I think we we talked about this off the air. The um, sort of suburb kind of place that you live in, uh, village kind of place that you live in, um, is mostly halflings, uh, gnomes, and goblins. There are certainly other people, but but that's the majority. Um, and there is a a larger city that you guys are adjacent to, which is uh, which is more diverse. Um, but your particular area is mostly the the smaller uh, the smaller peoples. All right, let's go. That they are a gnome. Okay. And I'm going to do what you always do and roll a die. Oh. Male. All right. Male gnome. Male gnome. I'm right. I am writing this down. (laughs) I should write that down, too. And with that in mind, I'm going to come up with a name based off of someone who follows us on Twitter. The suspense builds as everyone listening is like, will he choose me? Oh, man. Okay, so I've got. Okay, there's two options. Jono. Or Daniel. 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 Daniel for sure. Dantendo 64. You've you've got a character named after you. Daniel. Okay, Daniel, the male gnome apprentice. So uh, you've been working pretty pretty late into the day it's maybe um six o'clock uh and tell me uh while you're you're working on this are you just sort of like dressed you know apron casual kind of situation yeah 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 i imagine all of my my clothes are pretty pretty casual my shop's not anything fancy like i don't have tons of tons of money not super rich but just like a bunch of cool stuff i've stolen so (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I assume like most of that's like kept in your your uh, box by the by the McChomp. Yeah. Or just like I imagine that if I like the stuff I've collected over time that I actually keep, I have just kind of a locked away area of my house. Gotcha. But I lied to you. I have. Oh, no, I'm not wearing my leather armor right now. Never mind. Traveler's clothes. So casual casual clothes that should not have been that hard of a question i'm so sorry <laughs> i no, panicked you're, you're you're working on this stuff uh you're you're still like halfway through the middle of uh one of the um a new design for a lock that you've been working on for a while and you hear um some knocks uh on the door and the door um to your workshop that's in the, the back of your main store um opens up and you see a head pop through with a, a short, uh, short, pretty neatly trimmed beard and a um, short uh, pointed cap on, um, on his head uh, with a large feather um, sticking out of it. Uh, and you see uh, Daniel poking his head in and he goes, hey, boss. Uh, hey, um, I was just wondering, uh, are you gonna, are you ready yet to go? <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> I'm so happy I chose gnome. <laughs> uh, yeah, Danny. I'm glad Danny, that you Danny, hired Danny, me too, boss. <laughs> yeah, you're great. Uh, <laughs> Danny, give me just just one more minute to finish this last lockup, and I'll be ready to go. Uh, he he says, 
Um, he looks you up and down and says, all right, boss, but uh, you know, it's formal, right? This this is formal, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> this is my best apron. How do you not know that yet? Uh, he he uh, nods curtly and um, closes the door and it uh, goes to wait out in the front um, and he starts. You hear um, some shuffling and uh, you hear the cash register um, pop, you know, sort of bell ring pop open. He starts going through the uh, the money for the day, keeping all the accounts um, tracked up just to make sure that uh, everything is is good in the shop um, so that you can shut down for the day. And with this, you had you had just been so into working on on the locks for today that you had almost forgotten that um, there is a gala tonight that you are are pretty excited for. Um, so this gala, uh, there's there's a lot of going to be a lot of people there, a lot of people that, you know, uh, there's going to be other guild masters around. There's going to be um, some well to do folks. Uh, there's probably going to be some music, some entertainment, good food. But most of all, you know that there is uh, the, the gala is being held at the ballroom of a particular uh, guild master. Uh, hey, throw out the name of like a, a, a product. Just any product. Just any Ty, product. You can't keep doing this to I, me. <laughs> I'm destroying you. Like name name like something hats. that hats. Yes. Hats. Um, there uh, it's the name of a, a very successful um, haberdasher and uh, men's fashion uh, manufacturer um, in the town. Uh, mostly services um, noblemen. And you think the guy is an asshole. He's just the worst. And you're pretty excited because you happen to notice that um, last time you were you had to swing by his house. A really cool um, alligator pendant. It's like sort of a skull of an alligator. And you recognized it immediately as being a little uh, magical item. And you were like, oh, shit. I wants that. I wants <laughs> me that. I'm going to get that alligator. Uh, and so as, as you were wrapping up this box um, or sorry, this uh, this lock that you've been working on, um, you sort of set your things aside and you go over to your um, your sort of bitey box uh, and uh, you, you know, pet it, it um, the teeth sort of pull apart. Uh, and inside you see a few different things, um, including, uh, well, well, tell me what some of the things are that you would keep in this your safest container. Um, probably just my thieves tools, I guess. I just um, like just a solid lock pick, maybe a couple daggers. Um, some rope. How big is this box? It's pretty small. I mean, it's maybe the size of a, of a small backpack. Okay. Um, then yeah, the... I imagine I would keep most of my thieves tools and daggers okay. in there. Uh, and you also, uh, we had talked, um, off, uh, off the air that, um, one of the things that your guild was particularly known for is making a, um, special type of lock that, uh, magical unlocking spells don't work on and uh you had suggested that there was a, a particular tool that you had um that you used to enchant um special locks that you're working on for noble people for high paying customers um so that spells would not be able to unlock them um, i imagine you probably keep that tool in there as well yes i yes. uh, i imagine this tool just being the tiniest little golden hammer Oh, that's delightful. I, I <laughs> just, was honestly like I was trying so hard 
yesterday looking up like antique locksmithing tools, uh, lock uh, hammers, screwdrivers. I was trying to find the name of something that I could use as like the name of that tool. I could not think of it. So I'm very yeah, glad that you had something in mind. Same. I was trying so hard to think of what this looked like, what I like, what it was called. And I was like, no, like I'm thinking too hard. It's just, it's just this little, little golden hammer. hammer that doesn't actually function as a hammer at all. It just has some kind of magic in it. Maybe, maybe it has like a little, um, it has a little, uh, a little shape on it so that when you hammer it down, it like knocks a little rune into metals. Um, yeah. And, and that's that's what like carries the, the magic. Cool. Yeah. So uh, there's also in there um, a little uh, replica um, alligator skull. Not magical. It's just something that you had been uh, whittling together with your spare time, waiting for the opportunity to pull a switch um, in the future. And now the opportunity has come. Um, and I would like you to roll me a check to see how good of a job you did making this replica. Alrighty. Now I'm trying to remember what all of the skills are. What would be the the relevant skill here? I uh, yeah, I'm not sh- persuasion. That's uh, no. All right. So I will let you um, roll this as either deception or performance. Uh, because performance, like it's a craft kind of thing that you're doing i'll do deception deception that that seems that seems correct okay um so roll me a uh, deception check to see how good of a job you did at putting together this uh this thing and i'll I'll even give you um advantage on it uh since this is something that you've been able to work on for a while glad i had advantage (laughs) (laughs) the first roll was a three nice next Plus, my, I gotta remember what all I add to that. Mm-hmm. That is a 24. 24. Oh man, that's very that's good. A super um, good alligator. Yeah, so this thing is. Uh, so, what, what I had written down was that um, at a DC 10, it would be a effective replica. At a DC 15, it would look good even on close inspection. Um, with a DC 24, I will say that you. You got did a remarkably good job. And this is like, you know, even if this person, uh, this this asshole haberdasher um, has, you know, been carrying this thing and knows it like the back of his hand, he will not realize this is a replacement. Um, and, and I should note that as far as you know, uh, he does not know that this is a magical item. He okay. just knows that it is a a cool, like little pendant thing. Um do I know that it's a magical item or do I just dislike yes. this man? Okay. You know it's a magical item and you dislike this guy. Okay. Who I should probably name. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's... Uh, hey, Liam. Uh, L.A. Probert. Um, Liam, you're, you're an asshole, apparently. Sorry, Liam. Sorry, Liam. So, uh, so is there anything else that you need to grab um, other than your uh then the replica do you do you grab uh knives do you grab um your thieves tools i assume yeah, you grab your I, thieves tools yeah i have my thieves tools and like just a couple of daggers just in case i am not a fighter alton is not a violent man but i imagine he always has some just in case and then how how old are you by the way great question what is like the halfling age spectrum i imagine middle-aged like, if he was a human, he would be like 
Maybe not middle-aged. If he was a human, he would be like in his mid to late 30s. Okay. So however old that would be for a halfling. Like 100? Um, a halfling reaches adulthood at the age of 20. Oh. And generally leaves, uh, lives into the middle of his, his or her second century. Uh, oh, so okay. you, so you would reach like about 250. 60? Okay, that, that sounds good. You probably, yeah, you look like you're in your, your mid-30s, um, but you're, you're actually in your 60s, maybe early 70s. Okay. And before I leave, I also grab from my closet the snazziest top hat I have. <laughs> just like a gaudy thing to put with just my normal clothes. Like I've changed I into a say, clean shirt, but keep... it's still just a, like a normal common shirt. Are we talking like, like, a, like a very clean white linen shirt with like the yeah. sleeves rolled up? Yeah, That's what and I'm just imagining. like some, just like some basic ass khaki pants. Are you still wearing your apron? No, I oh, take okay. the apron off, and then I just top top it all off with just the gaudiest, largest top hat and a scarf. Nice. Uh, you um, you go out and meet uh, Danny, who is wearing his um, you know, wearing a, a nicer outfit um with his relatively refined uh like not refined relatively quaint um short pointed hat but with this like big old rooster feather uh poking out of it because it's like ah that's the fancy way that he do <laughs> um and since he's he's a gnome he's he's a fairly short gnome um the rooster feather is like like probably you know half his height <laughs> uh, like it's real big he's um, just doing his best and i love him already Ah, Dan- thanks, buddy. Danny, you look great. Oh, thanks, boss. I love the hat. Really appreciate it. You know, I got it from Liam. Liam. We got to hang on. We got to go back inside <laughs> real quick, Danny. Uh, Danny, I have a much better hat. Hold on. Okay. And I go, I go and I get him a very similar looking hat. And I was just trying to think of any kind of cool magical feathers I might have, but I just can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, how about uh, we say that uh, with that, um, we are going to cut to uh, you guys outside of the uh, ballroom. It's maybe um, eight o'clock, eight thirty at night. Uh, it's it's in the summer, so the um, you can hear the cicadas uh, buzzing. You can um, feel uh, the temperature is just starting to drop as night comes. Um, and we see a scene of Alton and Danny uh, walking up. And Alton is wearing his outfit, the scarf, the top hat. And uh, Danny is wearing a um, smaller but still nice top hat that uh, that matches. Uh, <laughs> and, but, and he has stuck that uh, same rooster feather into the brim of the uh, top hat. Good, good. And uh, and you guys are walking up and um, you see, you know, lights inside. You hear sounds, you hear um, fiddle music, you hear uh, a bass, you hear um, drinks uh, clinking. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're just, you're just walking straight in. So your, your sort of mission right now is basically to go around, talk to some people, make sure you're, make sure that it's like known that you were there, that you, you did your duty as guildmaster um, of just sort of schmoozing with people. Uh, but then you're going to want to slip out, uh, undetected, um, make it into the main building, which is a separate building, um, to get into this guy's bedroom where he keeps his, uh, stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so you're just gonna, do just head straight in? Um, what's your, what's your mission when you get inside? 
All right. So I imagine myself, Mallory, I am not a schmoozer. Not one of my skills. I like to imagine that Alton is the schmooziest of schmoozers and just automatically goes up to just a group of people that he recognizes from another guild. And it's just like, hey, Jerry, what's going on? How you been? How's the kids? Yep. Yep. You uh, you go up to Jerry, um, who is uh, head of the who's head of the bookbinders and he, uh, you know, he sort of slaps you on the back uh, and starts going into talks about uh, his various kids. Um, you uh, see um, this old uh, old friend, um, Ellen Quayle, uh, who's a glassmaker. Um, you see uh, you see a head of the blacksmith guild um, and uh, you see all sorts of people. And in fact, like roll me a perception check. See, tell me, roll me a perception check to sort of survey the scene. See who's around. 16. Yeah, okay, with 16, I will give you a lot. So you notice uh, that there's a band playing music in the corner um, with, like, fiddles, uh, fiddles, bass, all sorts of different stuff. You see that there's a a dragonborn juggler um, sort of mingling with the crowd, walking around. Uh, You notice some more guild masters um, that you you know, that you uh, recognize. Um, you see a few lords and ladies. Um, you see some priests from the Congress Monastery. Um, you see another Dragonborn entertainer uh, who is uh, painting an older man uh, that you recognize on the other side of the room. Um, you also see Liam uh, standing up. Um, he is a he's fairly old, you know, but he looks like a young man uh, with his sort of tall, elegant elven frame. Um with just the craziest hat on like <laughs> absurd like most of his his outfit most of his fashion is like pretty pretty reserved but then like his hat is just crazy so uh so yeah um there's all these these people uh and so who who do you go up and talk to um while you're you're just sort of like making your way around um i just i imagine i would oh there's also people with food and and drink and stuff I go grab a drink. Okay. And then make the rounds talking to all the different guild okay. people first, because I imagine that they would be the people that I would know the best. Yes. And yeah. So right. I just go up to, I, I heard the name Ellen. Is she glass? Uh, yeah, Ellen Quayle. Um, she is a, a dwarven woman. Uh, and she walks up to you, uh, or no, you walk up to her, um, and she says, hello? Ellen, how long's it been? It's been a long time. Too long. Let's... May I have this dance? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you walk up to her, and uh, your your head is only up to her chin, um, <laughs> because you're, you're a halfling, she's a dwarf. Uh, dwarves are, are short by human standards, but still pretty tall um, compared to a, a halfling. Uh, and you guys, you guys do a little, little dance. Uh, roll me a performance check. See how, see how good of a job you do at dancing with Ellen. Wow, I've never had these rolls before in my life. That's a 17. Alton's a good dancer. Uh, yeah, Alton's a very good dancer. You guys, right. uh, you guys are getting down on the dance floor. Um, and you actually, you know, you, you are in front of the band. Um, and as you start to dance, uh, the, you catch the eye of, um, this, uh, a dwarven, uh, fiddle player. Um, and, uh, he, he sort of uh, nods his head at you. He has, you know, just 
like looks at you uh, and you you nod and like, hey, pick up the pace. And uh, he starts <laughs> starts going faster and you guys start get, getting down on the dance floor. And uh, it, it actually brings everybody out. Um, people start uh, people start dancing all around you and things are, are getting getting going pretty well. Uh, yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah, I imagine after dancing and mingling with the other guild people for a little while, I would probably fairly early in the night go say something to Liam. Okay. Um, you walk up to uh to Liam, and uh, how do you how do you open this this conversation? I'm thinking. Sorry, There's I'm also be thinking. So I'm also thinking. So much silence in this one. Just is, edit all this out, fine. please. We haven't had a lot so far, actually. Um, I'm okay. I'm just thinking because I'm like, what is his voice going to be? Yeah, sorry, Ty. I can't lie to you. I pr- I practiced so much, so many different character voices, and I just I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> if, that's fine. If you if you decide that you want to start doing one uh, later, that's perfectly fine as well. We'll we'll pull a okay. Clint McElroy and uh, and start doing the voices <laughs> halfway through. Wonderful. OK, I'll I'll keep trying. Listeners, I'm sorry. I want to get you guys in the story and not just keep hearing Mallory voice. But man, character voices are hard. Yeah. Liam, it's so lovely to see you. What a what a wonderful party. Oh, it's you. I hate this character already. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. I was going to try to fake pleasantries, but if we're just going to go this route, I <laughs> guess it's pretty shit to see you too, my man. Hmm. And uh, he turns around and uh, walks past you or t- walks away from you. As he walks by, I just say, your hat's dumb. <laughs> he uh, it, it cuts him deep. <laughs> Good. Um, and uh, while while this is happening, um, the person that he had been talking to um, <laughs> looks at you and says, huh, well, we all hate that guy, don't we? And uh, pats you on the back. I guess so. Man, I'm so sorry you had to see that. I was going to try to come over and have a pleasant conversation. No problem, Olsen, my boy. We we all know that. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I Liam. don't even remember his name. <laughs> it doesn't even like he's the worst. Li- Liam, 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 the asshole. That's what we all say. <laughs> why do we why do we all come to his party? Well, because he has the biggest ballroom. Uh. Uh, th- I guess this, that makes sense. This old man is like, you know, kind of looks kind of withered, uh, but he's he's has a, a solid frame, um, pretty tall. And he's wearing uh, something that looks sort of like a like halfway between vestments and a tabard um, that's made of uh, the striped kind of purposefully wrinkled um, uh, purple and white material. Um, and you recognize him as a uh, as Lord Cedric. And uh, and yeah, so do he, I what do I know about Lord Cedric? Sorry, um, Lord Cedric uh, is a, a guy that uh, is is pretty, pretty friendly to you. Um, he's, you know, human. Uh, he's an older, older guy. Um, you know that he has a family that's also pretty, pretty well to do. Um, and he is the uh, high priest of Knox, uh, which is a, a god uh, in this world. Um, and yeah, he's just like a, a friendly old guy. Cool. Well, how have you been, Lord Cedric? 
Oh, you know, uh, I've been pretty good. Um, you know, uh, just sort of dealing with Knox and, and dealing with with my son and my grandson and all those sorts of people. <laughs> uh, doing all of the work with Father Pard and the, the Congress and all of those things, but, mm, you know, normal things. Uh, and he, he just sort of, uh, yeah, seems, seems pretty chill. Cool. Well, if you ever need any locksmithing service, <laughs> you know who to call. You know I do. I'll always come to you. And uh, he, uh, you know, sort of tips his head uh, and uh, and heads over to uh, meet with uh, another man and uh, another human in a similarly styled tabard um, that's uh, yellow instead, standing on the other side of the room. Um, and yeah, uh, at this point, I- uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say at this point, I imagine I would at least check in on my dear, dear apprentice, Daniel. Is he doing all right? Um. Uh, you see that uh, Daniel is uh, standing over um, awkwardly, awkwardly near uh, the um, near the band, uh, near one of the Dragonborn, uh, the one that had that. Uh, there, there's a few different Dragonborn, but like one of the Dragonborn entertainers that's in the room, um, the one that is painting. Uh, and he looks like he's trying to like sort of slip in after the person who's getting a portrait right now leaves. He's trying to slip in and like get the next slot. Uh, that's all he's he's up to. Nice. Does yeah. he, I mean, he's he's going to do it for sure, right? He's not going to chicken out. Oh, oh he's got he's he going to do help. it. If he gets okay. a shot, he's going to get he's going to jump it. OK, cool. Yeah. Just making sure I didn't need to go over there and and push him in the chair. And he gives you like an <laughs> A-OK sign. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then I um, imagine at this point, just do another sweep of the room. See if there's anybody that I haven't talked to and. um. Head out towards where I know I Alton knows the main building to be. Okay. Um. So main room. Uh, in that case, I'm going to uh I'm going to mention a few different people that I uh that haven't been mentioned before. Just they're not people you necessarily need to talk to, but uh, oh, but there just are people, people that, that we you... can talk to. I just <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm just gonna mention the people. So if there's anyone that that you are particularly interested in, actually. Roll me a history check, and depending okay. on how well you do, I'll, I'll name some different people that you maybe want to talk to, maybe don't, as you make yeah, your way I, out. I don't want to get, like, right into heist mode. Yeah. Just you, Mallory. Mallory's social anxiety is already coming through in Alton. He's just like, man, I got to get this heist on. But I imagine that Alton would be down to try to see if there was any <laughs> other people here. Yeah. That is... A critical fail. Let's re-roll it, shall we? <laughs> Already paying off. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, so, yeah, you you notice a, a fair number of people. Um, most of them are people that you've already talked to. You've already talked to guild masters. Um, you notice a, a merchant that you know. Uh, so she's a tall goblin um, that you recognize as owning a lot of uh, or as being part owner for a bunch of shops. Um, around uh, around the city, um, you notice uh, Father Pard, who um, Lord Cedric had mentioned earlier, uh, and and you just see those. You know, if, if you wanted to talk to one of the entertainers, uh, one of like the, the the guy that was uh, juggling earlier, or the um, caricature character, yeah, the painter, um, you could talk to any of those people. But uh, but yeah, there's nobody that catches your eye as like this is a person that I have to talk to. Um, these are mostly just like, yeah, they're just folks. 
Okay, I imagine I still stroll by where the merchant is to just peruse and not like they're not actually selling things. I'm assuming they're no, just no, no. there. Yeah, she's but just I recognize there. them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's standing there. And I she... imagine I've maybe like traded or sold some some cool locks and stuff to her in the past. Yes, this is a person that has definitely uh, she has definitely purchased um, some of those uh, special locks from you, which which are not necessarily super common knowledge among like the uh, middle class. But like you are fairly well known for that among like nobility and stuff, um, people that can afford the service and have a reason to worry about people using spells to get into their stuff. Um, so, yeah, she she's, you know, just. Uh, goblin, selling stuff. Mm. Does she ha- does she have a name? Uh, her name is uh, Lady Godfrey. I see. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I see what you've done here. I should have made this connection much sooner. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together. Lady Godfrey, how are you? Hello. I didn't expect to see you here. Hello. I'm uh I'm doing great. And she uh she downs a shot. I was trying to remember. Okay, so the pause that time was honestly because I was trying to remember if you had legit named the other guy Gilbert or if his name was just Goblin Godfrey. Goblin Godfrey is what he's always refers to himself as. Okay, um, but his name his, is actually Gilbert. His name is Gil. Yeah. Gil. And it, it's Godfrey, uh, G-O-D-F-R-E-E is okay. the last name. Um, so it's it's not a uh, it's not spelled the same way. Um, cool, cool. But yeah, Lady Godfrey, uh, who you you know, um, she owns just a bunch of uh, a bunch of shops around uh, the place. Cool. Um, good to see you. Good to see you. Tell tell old Gil I said hello. Stop by the shop before you head back out of town. Ah, uh, you know it. And uh, she grabs another drink from a passing waiter and uh, shoots it back. I. Alton also grabs a drink and shoots it back. She. Uh, <laughs> He's now feeling awkward. She gives you a, a, a <laughs> nod of respect at the way you, uh, you shove that back. Cool. Um, and then he just kind of like backs up out of that conversation. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, uh, you you make your way um, make your way out and uh, just sort of slip between um, different crowds. Are, are you doing anything to try to like avoid notice as you're you're making your way out? Are you trying to cause any sort of like distraction um, to just keep people from noticing you leave or anything like that? Would would this be a situation where people would notice me leaving, or is it crowded enough that I could just slip out and people wouldn't Real be talk? that concerned? Pro- uh, unless someone was specifically watching you, they probably wouldn't notice. Okay. Like, like you, you could probably get out and it wouldn't be a big, like it wouldn't be a thing. This is, this okay, is like, for, a, it's like a party f- where like people, some people walk out to get some fresh air, that sort of thing. Yeah. For flavor, we could say that I get the dance party started again and talk to the band about playing some more upbeat music again. And nice. then like, as everyone comes back out onto the dance floor, I just kind of, Shimmy your way out. Shimmy my way out the door. Nice. Hello. Hello, side character questers. 
Side, side character. Cool. Side character. Side character best. Besties? Blah. Te test. Tessa. Side character. Tessa. Jacks. I feel like questers is probably. Okay. Tell you. Tell me. You tell me what what you want to be called, and I'll I'll say that. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. So this episode ended up running so very long that we're gonna have to chunk it into two parts. So look out for part two of Alton steals the show on the next episode that gets released whenever that happens um two weeks ish and then after that we'll continue on with the rest of mallory's episodes I i've had a great time so far with these episodes and you guys definitely will too i promise you i promise you guys 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 Guys, I promise you, you're going to have a great time. Okay, you're still listening. Good. So later this month, I'm going to be doing a special side character questions episode where you guys can write in and ask me and a special guest um, questions about uh, creating the show or maybe questions about uh me or the guests of you know background in dungeons and dragons or about ourselves or about the setting or about the characters or whatever you want it's up to you if you guys send me a bunch of questions about pokemon I'm just going to have to answer those because those are the questions that you sent me. Um, so also, also on top of that, uh, in celebration of the holidays or maybe in celebration of doing the show for almost but not quite a year or maybe in celebration of you guys just being just being nice, just being fun and, and fun and flirty. Um, I'm also going to be doing a giveaway. Nobody's been flirty. Uh, and, and I appreciate that because that could get real weird. Um, I, so, uh, I'm going to be doing a giveaway. So check your podcast feed. Uh, check our, our Twitter. Check whatever. You know, it's just those two. Those two are going to be the only places that has any info about it. But check those two places for a short announcement. Um, it's going to have all the details of how and what you can win. Uh it's going to be not not too not too hard to enter pretty easy pretty easy to enter um and you'll have uh just over a week um so you know d do it do do it do it fast do, do it guys guys do it please Please do it. Um, all right. So I, I've been here way too long. All right. Bye. Have a good, have a great time, guys. Have a great time. Bye. Bye. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com.
uh, there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. You've been looking at your computer screen for a very long time. Me? It makes me nervous. Yes. Oh, I was just, I was just writing it down. Don't worry. <laughs> you were don't planning, worry. plotting my demise already. Episode one <laughs> at the um, hands of Liam and hats. I'm just burping all kinds of times tonight. <laughs> so uh, the we'll fix it in post. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. Uh, I gotta grab some paper. Are you still recording? That's no, all good. One second. Yeah, yeah, no, we're good. We're good. Hold on, just leave me alone. What is this? this what is Ty, this? Ty. Hello, Ty. Damn it. Uh, this what? is the recording goon. I'm here. <laughs> You're spiking your level so nasty. Back up. <laughs> exactly. I'm a recording goon. <laughs> Ruining everything. I, I was actually just going to record a secret ad, but you came back. Oh, wait. So I got, I'll go get some water. I'm getting water. Do your shit. Oh. Yeah, no, it's not. I have. I was gonna record an ad like I always used to. Do an ad. This has been Side Character Quest, brought to you by your original side character guest Eli. Eli teaching Mallory how to record podcasts since literally an hour ago. Once again, Eli helping Mallory record podcasts since an hour ago. Did Eli have time to record a secret ad? Yes, he did. Excellent. <laughs> um, oh, man, I didn't think about my voice at all. That's what I went to do. OK, sorry. I also didn't think of what I was going to say. I was going to use that time wisely while you were gone. And no, then I we went both, to go get another drink instead. We both failed. Um, and then Eli took over.